Bro. What's crackalacking? It's your boy, Broshmo. Just in case you did not know. So, and the Senior Bowl is here. At least Senior Bowl week is here. We had the weigh-ins today. I'm going to give you my winners and losers of the weigh-ins. We also had practices, but eventually that got closed off to the media, uh, closed off from the media uh, because of weather. But there's plenty of video and film out there whether it's on Twitter or YouTube. So if you want to go hunt that out and check it out, you really should because let me tell you, the the American team receivers really put on a show today. It was it was a thing of beauty. But uh, I will have a mock draft later today, man. It's going to include trades. It's going to be a ton of fun. Check out that. I might have a mock the mock as well today. But let's go ahead. Let's dive into this. Uh, let's talk about Spencer Brown, man, because – we kind of knew this guy was already going to be a freak uh, physically, and he didn't disappoint. He came in at almost 6'9". He uh, he was 314 pounds, but 82-inch, almost almost 83-inch wingspan, ridiculous, 34-inch arms, 10.5-inch uh, hands, almost 10.5-inch hands. Like We knew this guy physically was going to look dominant, and we know he's got a very good athletic upside. The real worry or concern with him is he's a very raw prospect in terms of his technique he would he would get out leveraged in 2019 by honestly quicker pass rushers but uh and he didn't get to actually get a chance to play in 2020 because they've just kept postponing the season so senior bowl is going to be big in terms of play and how see how he if he's progressed at all during this off time since they didn't have a season Ben Cleveland, man, we knew he was going to be physically imposing, man. And he was, dude, 6'6", 354 pounds. But it doesn't look like he's got much fat on him. I mean, he 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 looking lean. He looking muscular. That's what he's looking. He's looking muscular. Like, you like anime, My Hero Academia? There's a villain in there called Muscular. That is Ben Cleveland. Right now, actually, man, I got in a fight. Not a fight. Me and my dog were wrestling. And she got me in my face, and I kind of look like an anime villain. But that's beside the point, man. He came in. He measured out great. Uh, we got to see a full workload from him in the 2020 season, which was kind of uh, the hesitancy we uh, with with his tape was like, well, he hasn't really eclipsed. I think it was like 400 snaps at, at, during his whole time there at Georgia, whether it was because of injury or academic and ineligibility. But he did it this year, and he literally looked dominant. So I look forward to seeing more from him this week. Cornell Powell, out of the receivers, honestly, the receivers looked very good. Very, very good. And I'll get into that later uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast. Or if you are a member, you get the full version of this. And I'll kind of go into what I saw from some of the receivers uh, today, or I guess yesterday, you're going to be listening to this Wednesday morning. But Cornell Powell, man, he came in with 10-inch hands. The boy got hands. I got small hands. This guy's hands, huge. And he really looked in in drills, man. He, he showed very solid hands. He looked pretty pretty well. Keep in mind, fifth-year senior, yo, I think he's still going to be kind of just a day three guy. But I was impressed with what I saw from him today. Uh, and Actually, there's a few edge guys, which I'm going to go into uh, right now, there's three edge guys that came in and weighed in very impressively. And probably the most impressive of the bunch was was Hamakar Rashid Jr. out of Oregon State. Came in 20 pounds heavier than he, how he played at Oregon State. 
because he was like what 238 he came in weighing 254 ridiculous because this guy he's got a very explosive first step he may have only one or two pass rush moves and it's a pretty swim move but he's got a very explosive first step it'll be interesting to see because i didn't catch any of his drills um today if he still retained that explosiveness he has so i'm very intrigued i can't wait to see more from him this week but that i was very impressed with and then janarius robinson hopefully i didn't butcher that first name janarius janarius robinson there we go was a guy i really looked too much into out of florida state and honestly he came in just oh 87 inch wingspan 30 almost 36 inch arms like that type of length is freakish dude and i was like going back and he's actually like solid as a pass rusher for florida state i mean he played uh like in 2018 he played significant snaps but he really took a step up in terms of how per how how well he started producing in 2019 753 snaps uh which he had 36 pressures four sacks then he upped that uh well i say up that but he, he he was on path to having a bigger 2020 ended up only playing 465 snaps but he had three sacks 25 pressures like he is actually a solid pass rusher and i mean he's he's got like about in the last two seasons he's a, about a 15 percent win rate which is solid, you know. That's I mean, I'm cool with that on day three. And this is honestly what I wanted Joshua Kando, uh, which he declared, but he's not here at the Senior Bowl. Um, I don't know if he actually qualifies for the Senior Bowl though. Uh, this is kind of what I wanted to like see. This is kind of what I hope for. So I'm excited. I didn't really see any of any drills today with the defensive line. Uh, I really just kind of saw the weigh-ins when it came to the defensive line, but. Yeah, I'm very, very intrigued at this point. William Bradley Keene out of Baylor. The dude's a transfer from Arkansas State. Another guy that put on significant weight. He's up to 254. Uh, I did actually see a couple of his drills, and it, he was all right. You know, it was so-so. Still feels like a late day three, but I like that he put on more size because that was a bit, that was kind of my concern of him being an undersized pass rusher. So I look forward to seeing more of him and actually uh, Rashid, the Oregon State cat this week. And then actually Robinson too, because for me, Robinson, for the most part, is a relative unknown. I didn't watch a lot of Robinson's film this year, at least if I did when I did watch Florida State film. I'm looking at like guys like Corey Durden, who's now at NC State, uh, Marvin w uh, Wilson, Joshua Kando, who didn't even really play that much. So... Yeah, I, I can't wait to actually. I think I'm gonna this week. I'm gonna go back and look at Robinson quite a bit, and then let's talk losers because not everyone came out looking good, at least measuring well. Uh, Kalen Ganson, uh, Granson, the tight end at a SMU, because okay, outside of the top four tight ends in this class, being you got Kyle Pitts, you got Pat Fryermuth. You got Brevin Jordan, and you have Hunter Long, which Hunter Long came in, huge catch radius. He is literally a quarterback's best friend. He's going to be a great contested catch guy. He already is a great contested catch guy, but Granson did not look that great. 
or in terms of his weight and only 60 uh 62 242 pounds like i don't know like i don't think he really has a role in the nfl uh which i'm kind of like at least with a guy like the old miss tight end kenny aboa you could say maybe he could function as a big slot because uh, he's not much of a blocker in his own right doesn't have much weight to his name but yeah, I feel like guys like this, I mean, they might be just late day three flyers, unfortunately. And then Drake Jackson. Oh, oh, out of Kentucky. I'm getting Nick, if Nick Harris flashbacks right now from last year. Like Nick Harris was a uh, center out of Washington, undersized. And Jackson came in looking about the same, dude. Only two, he didn't eclipse that 300 mark, which you kind of hope for in your offensive lineman. I mean, it's not the end all be all, but. 31 inch arms man 31 inch arms he got small hands too like originally with nick harris i had him kind of as a second rounder then after the senior bowl i really dropped him off my board to early day three he ended up going to the fifth round to cleveland and honestly i think depending on how drake jackson looks this week i might drop him to a fifth round prospect it's just starting to feel that way. Uh, and then while we're on talking about centers, Creed Humphrey, which I don't think he's going to be a center in the NFL. He came in with the short, uh, short arm length in his own right. And actually, I caught a few of his drills. And he really wasn't doing a good job of getting, um, getting his hand up on the inside. You know, you like uh, who was he facing off against? Uh, I think it was the UCLA. Was it, I think it was the UCLA uh, defensive uh, lineman. Maybe it was Levi Wuzariki. It was one of those two. I can't recall, but they they had a couple of drills against one another, and like he could not get his hand on the inside. Which I mean, you want to get your hand kind of in that strike zone, so to speak, so you could literally control the defender. And he was really slow at doing that, but. Again, you and you would think with sh with short arm length, man, be quick to do that. But yeah, I mean, this is not surprising. And then he came in at six four. Again, uh, him getting out leveraged by much stronger interior guys was kind of a bit of a problem. You could go back to the Quentin Williams tape a couple of years ago. You go back last year with Bravery on Roy, uh, the Baylor, Baylor uh, defense former Baylor defensive interior guy. So I mean honestly I think I I feel like I'm real right about Humphrey. He translates better at guard and he probably is a third round pick. And I feel like this week a lot of people are going to kind of jump off that first round hype for Humphrey, but we'll see. And then I want to talk about a couple of the corners here cuz boy one of the guys I was really blowing smoke about, like blowing smoke in was Robert Rochelle. And he came in he ain't 6'2". He's 5'11". Uh, barely 5'11". Which was like already a... Whew, not as tall as I thought. He, 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 didn't, he didn't get to 200 pounds, which is like, okay, it is what it is. But I mean, still athletically, it's like, okay, this guy, maybe... Athletically, he's supposed to be a specimen. He looked not great in drills. He was constantly beat by... Like, beat downfield. Like, downfield, like... I think it's Kadarius Tony just sauced him. Um, honestly, he was sauced on a couple of a uh, couple of routes. Like he just looked at a place. There was one where he was beat initially, and he showed pretty good recovery speed. Um, and ended up 
he didn't he didn't force the incompletion. Like he kind of ran by the guy. It, it was a poor throw. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was in the back of the end zone, so I guess it wasn't that poor of a throw. It was where they had to put it, but it felt like it was real late. But he doesn't turn around, man, on those deep balls. He just doesn't turn around. Like he didn't look great, man. He he definitely feels like late day three. He might look better the, like the remainder of this week, but I didn't like it. And then speaking of another school prospect, we have uh, Brian Mills out of North Carolina Central. He came in weighing uh, 10 pounds heavier, but still six foot, 180. He's only 180, and he actually looked not great in drills. He another guy, another small school guy coming in, and he just looked outmatched, unfortunately. So this is a guy that might might be late day three, if not undrafted free agent. Um, I wasn't really impressed with anything I saw from him. And then I want to talk about this edge guy because he actually looked very good in drills. Wyatt Hubbard. Out of Kansas State. Now I have him as a loser here, just because if we're strictly talking weigh-ins, the guy's got short arms, only thirty-inch arms. He's literally like a dinosaur, but he showed a great, like he showed really good, a really good motor, really good flexibility too, like around the edge, and just power. Dude is strong. You gotta wonder, will that translate with his lack of length, lack of height? at the next like in the nfl that's that remains to be seen i still feel like he's in this mid day three conversation just because of his his um his limitations on length like again he he has no length it was he was among the shortest arm lengths you'd see at the whole dang combine i honestly think no one had shorter arms than wyatt hubbard and, and I'm crapping you now. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure of that I don't think anyone had any like anything under 30 inch uh, arm length. But he did look good in drills. I don't want to take that away from him. But I do think he came out looking uh, came out as a loser, so to speak, in the weigh-ins. And uh, yeah, if you want to listen to the full full uh, version of this, I'm about to go into some of the notes I took while looking at some of the drills and maybe some of the other weigh-ins. Uh, you can check out the podcast. The link's in the description below. Or you can become a member and you'll get the whole video. Yeah. You might like it. <laughs> but until next time, you be easy, my friends. Later. And if you're still with me, which uh, if you're listening to the podcast or if you are uh, a member, let's go ahead. Let's talk about this a little bit because I want to talk about it, man. Because... I think at quarterback, oh my gosh, uh, I forgot, I forget which uh, team they're on, but whichever, whether it's the American or the National, whoever has Felipe Franks, Ian Book, and Sam Ellinger, that's their starting quarterbacks. Oh my gosh, dude, because they really got the team B, you know, because you could tell that those three guys are cut below. Kellen Mond, even Kellen Mond, who I'm not really in love with, but Kellen Mond, you know what? He's a solid day three option. He's not a bad developmental quarterback, but they are they are clearly a like six tiers below like Mac Jones, Jamie Newman, who Jamie Newman looked really really good today. I'm just gonna say that uh, Ian Book though probably looked the most impressive 
of the bunch. Felipe Franks, he had a, he had a lot of misses. Um, Sam Ellinger, he had a he he was just a check down machine, and then on and, and seven on sevens at that. But uh, and on top of that, he threw what should have been a pick to Cameron Brian. Uh, what is it, Cameron Bynum? Cameron Bynum. There we go, the Cal uh, cornerback. But let's talk about the guys that I probably think will be. Well, I think Helimond will will get drafted, but Mac Jones, Jamie Newman. Because if you were to tell me, hey, one of these guys are a fringe first rounder, I would have told you it's Jamie Newman. I'm just going to say that. Like Jones, he was accurate underneath. Great. But just like I've been preached, like saying all season, he does lack arm strength. Like there's not a lot of velocity, not a lot of zip on his deep balls. And you really saw that. Newman. He looked his arm. You could tell his arm looked way, way better. His arm talent looked much, much better. I mean, obviously, I think things might be a little bit different in the game because I do like how accurate Jones is. I do like his, his just he, he throws with a lot of anticipation. But Newman just looked very good. He threw with a lot of zip. He was very precise down the field. Like, and I think part of that is why the American team, okay, there we go. They're on the American. That's right. Because um, I'm about to talk about, about, to talk about these receivers because, whew, they looked good. But, like, he put some good throws together, like, to, like, Cornell Powell um, and some of the other guys there on the American squad. They just looked really, really good. And I think it'll be very interesting that maybe do we get this first-round hype? Because, you know what, people are like, uh, I've heard people say, hey, Newman opted out because he couldn't win the starting job. Nah, dude, I'll say this right now. He's be- I think he's a better talent than JT Daniels. I need to see more from Daniels, granted, but I don't think he was afraid of losing that s- starting gig. I'm just going to say that. Uh, and then, quick thing, let's go to the run backs because I don't really think this is, you know, I think all the run backs are probably going to look good here. But I think it's important to note that uh, Ramondre, where's it? Ramondre, uh, is it more? No, it's like Stevenson, right? Oh, I think I wrote this, uh, wrote this down wrong, which is sad because I really like the Oklahoma State or the Oklahoma running back. Do, 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 do. Yeah, Stevenson. Why did I put more? That's wild. But regardless, man, he came in 20 pounds lighter. Wild, dude, right? Very wild. Uh, he's right now currently at 227. So I'll be interested. Actually, I'll be interested to see how he plays in the game, how he looks in drills. Does he look? Because he's already like he runs with really good balance. He runs with really good. Uh, just like his feet are actually pretty darn quick. You know, I'm not saying he cut on a dime, but the man can stop and go. I was going to say that. Now, let's talk about the receivers, and let's talk about the bad, because this is probably the worst receiver, or at least he came off looking like the worst receiver there. And it was Racy McMath, a guy that I really thought could have helped his stock, because I was like, this guy's got size, and this guy's got speed. And he came in looking the worst in drills of all the receivers. He didn't look fluent running, running different routes. He... 
he did suffer some bad drops. Looks like he's got no ball skills. He just looks like a guy that didn't really get a lot of opportunity to play at LSU, which is the case. So I really just don't think he's draftable. Um, at this point, you're drafting upside at, at this point. Um, but a guy that probably looked really good, because a lot of people are going to be like, Nico Collins, man, 6'4", you looked real good. It's like, yeah, he, yeah I, I mean, we'll see. We'll see as practices go on. But Austin Watkins... Junior at a UAB. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna crap you. I'm not gonna like. I'm not crapping when I say this. This guy could be a day two guy. Like six two, two hundred and seven pounds. This guy might be one of the best route runners here in Mobile. <laughs> like he was just so fluid and he was quick out his breaks, and he just looked. Good and especially like 6'2 and 207 pounds. I'm just gonna put that out there. Uh, Kadarius Tony, dude, is saucy. He is saucy, dude. He showcased a few different moves and he actually let me turn these highlights on because he just he made I think it was Robert Rochelle just look bad. Josh Palmer is another guy I should mention too because he looked particularly well. Where's the Kadarius Tony tape here? Oh, yeah, it was Rochelle. Oh, yeah, dude. He did get away with a little bit of a push, though, on that, but Rochelle didn't look that good. He did not look that good, fortunately. But Kadarius Tony, there might be character red flags, but keep in mind this happened. Like, I think they go back to 2018. We haven't really heard anything since, so. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I'm 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 I think I'm willing to say, man, this guy could be a first rounder. Yeah, I am. I'm willing to say it, dude. He just he, the way he moves is special. But in more so, I came away a bit disappointed. He didn't touch the scale cuz I was like, I hope he's above 250. He decided not to get weighed. But he came up 2 inches shorter than Bowling Green. Um listen, man. He's 6'2". Again, man, I'm 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 waiting to see a tight end emerge as like this fifth guy, but I'm not seeing it. You know, I thought Quentin Morris could be this guy. Apparently not. Uh, Kyla, Kylan Grant Granson, he did like he he doesn't look like tight end. Like you need at least some blocking capability, you know. And it's just it's not great. It's not great. Like the tight end class after a lot of these guys like. Jeremy Ruckert, uh, oh, is it James Mitchell, the Virginia Tech cat, Trey McBride, a lot, uh, Charlie Collar, after they all decide, hey, we're going to come back one more year. It's like, dang. And, you know, I keep forgetting about Tommy Tremble, but I feel like he could be more H-back. Like, I think he could be utilized in a variety of different ways. Uh, so I don't think it's fair to say that there's not a fifth guy. But I think after those five, there's a real, real drop-off. And on to the offensive line, dude. Alex Leatherwood, the dude's got length. He's a tackle. Honestly, he should be considered a first-rounder. This is just a really good tackle class. And then talking about some guys that a lot of people are giving day two hype, and I think James Hudson, the third, the cat out of Cincinnati, he maybe could sneak into the third round, but I still feel I think I'm going to end up, when it's all said and done, probably have a fourth-round grade on him. Uh, like I like what I saw, but dude's just stupid raw. Like, in terms of technique, like he took a lot of like his stances wide in these drills, and I think actually 
this was where I saw a few of uh, William Keen or William Bradley Keen's reps come against was Hudson. But I mean, he's a former what defensive lineman out of Michigan before he transferred. So I mean, it's to be expected. I think athletically, you, like there's a lot you can, a lot to be encouraged about with him. But let's talk about the defense now, because few of these guys. I talked about uh, Hamilcar. Rashid coming in much heavier than expected. Well, Shaka Tony, the Penn State cat, came in at 238. Him and Quincy Roche, who was 243, were the lightest uh, guys there who are probably going to be these edge rushers. Uh, Quincy Roche, though, looked pretty good in some of the drills. I, I mean, I read some people saying, like, he showed good, good speed and a good combination of power. I didn't see power. I don't. Maybe maybe I missed some of the drills with him involved, but I didn't see it. Uh, Houston's Peyton Turner, though. This is a guy creeping up a lot of people's boards. I didn't mention him in the video, but this dude came in. His measurables, legit. Like, came in looking legit. And with just with his size and length and just the dominance he's displayed there at Houston, I'm, I lo- really look forward to seeing more of him this week. But... Honestly, I'm not I'm I'm not gonna go out there and say this guy could get first round love just yet, but definitely keep your eyes out on him this week. Baron Browning, he looked freakish in terms of um physically what you expect from a linebacker. Uh I know a lot of people think I hate on this guy just because I don't rate him as high as some other people do, but hey man, I mean he came in what like 241. He's got ridiculous length. Uh, let's wait. Let me wait in. I want to see him in a in a few drills. Um, I don't think necessarily like the drills at the Senior Bowl are designed to make linebackers look good. So we might be looking more at the game, but we'll see. Uh, Charles Snowden, a uh, guy who probably he's he's kind of weird. He he has a bit edge experience to him, but Virginia used him in a variety of different ways. So he really has nothing he could hang his hat on. He basically got weighed in and then he spent a majority of the time on the sideline in a walking boot because he has an ankle injury, which was unfortunate. Uh, so he was probably sitting there with Kyle Trask. <laughs> Dang, dude. Uh, Chas Rot, he came in smaller than anticipated. I don't think it'll really matter based on the tape we've seen from him, but we'll see. We'll see. That, that could honestly take him off some guys' boards. Uh, Maybe they don't think he could be as good as a pass rusher as he displayed there in North Carolina. But keep in mind, the guy was very Troy Dye-esque in terms of how he was as an opportunist. I think he's a better athlete than Troy Dye was, but I don't know. Maybe he'll have a similar fall. We'll see. Levon was a uh, I saw a couple of reps with him, but I think for the most part it's just is what I kind of saw on Twitter, saw on um, some websites here. It's just he's very he's been very popular among scouts and coaches. Um, they really like his athleticism. So maybe uh, this guy could probably emerge there right there with uh, Christian Barmore uh, in this seemingly weak interior class. Uh couple of the let's go to the secondary i really want to talk the secondary man because while not everyone looked good some people did (laughs) 
Uh, Trey Brown, I think he's a le- he's actually a pretty legit slot corner in this class. I was going back and looking at some of his tape at Oklahoma earlier this week after I uh, did the last podcast. And honestly, I think he could be among the top slot corners in this class, like slot corner only type of guys in this class. Uh, another guy I was super impressed with was actually DJ Daniel, the Georgia corner. Like he looked very good among the secondary. And again, like the receivers looked exceptionally good. Like, here, I want to pull up some of his real quick. Like he he played Cornell Powell, which Powell isn't gonna necessarily win with speed. But like, dude, Daniel was all over him. Uh he made Racy McMath just look like a child. And to be fair, McMath got like five, six inches on him. Uh, I mean, dude, the dude I thought was very looked very good. Uh, so he's a guy to watch out for this week. Now his teammate there, Mark Webb, he he didn't look good. Yeah, I mean the guy's probably gonna be a box box uh, safety uh, at the next level, but yeah, you could tell, man, this guy's a box only. He's like everything wrong with the Georgia corners. There were so many times where I was like, man, that is pass interference. Multiple times in the same drill. Be like, mm, mm. get off him, Webb. Get off him, Mark. Gosh, dude, yeah. Yeah, he's probably going to be a late day three. I mean, and you know, I, I think he's probably going to go undrafted. Which, I mean, we could talk about the other safety here for Florida. Uh, Sean Davis, he looks undraftable. Uh. Like, he, there was nothing special. This guy's a box-only guy, too. Cameron Bynum, though, he showed off good instincts. But, but, you do question the ball skills. He had a, he had a drop pick against uh, Ellinger, uh, which I don't think is too big. I was glad to see that he, the guy is very savvy. He puts himself in, he puts himself in a very good position. So, I was a little sad that I don't think he ended up weighing in at 200 pounds, I think. Uh, let me check it out here. Uh, let's see, let's see. Bynum, Bynum, Bynum. Yeah, he came in just under, though. Six foot, 198 pounds. But, yeah, like, you know what? He is a bit limited athletically, but uh, you do love the instincts. And then Aaron Robinson, dude came in with 30-inch arms. He, he came in with Creed Humphrey arm length. Not great. Uh, honestly, at the end of the day, I think he's a slot only as well. I mean, that's why Central Florida used him in that manner. And then Ifatu Milifanwu, I'll get that name by the end of it. Um, he did look very soft in drills. He gave a lot of, like, he played off coverage, but off, off coverage. Like in some of these drills. So, I mean, he weighed in good. Like, he won the way, and people are going to be salivating at this guy's size and probably his athletic ability as well just like they did his i think it was his brother but he did look he did, he, he looked a bit soft in drills like if i if i'm being honest i think he looked a little soft in drills but uh that's all i got for you uh go ahead of course do the youtube thing but i mean you're not listening to this on youtube check out my youtube or maybe you're a member and checking this out and uh thank you but i'll have more senior bowl content as the week goes on Thank y'all for hanging out with me, and until next time, you be easy, my friends. Later.